Welcome to the Supernatural Souls podcast. I'm Jenna Layden, your host. I'm also a former global vice president for Whole Foods Market, a former atheist, and the founder of Star Family Wisdom, a modern day mystery school for your spiritual and cosmic evolution. You're probably wondering how a former atheist ended up here, so we'll get into that soon. To make a long story short, I had some help from a very specific group of supernatural souls. And on this podcast, we explore the lives, teachings, and energies of these supernatural souls. In this group, we include Jesus Christ and Mother Mary, who you might be familiar with from the Christian religion, and also Shirdi Sai Baba and Sri Kaleshwar, two Indian saints of the Hindu tradition who helped to reveal the real life teachings and spiritual practices of Jesus and his disciples. Here we discover the intersection of Hindu spirituality with Christianity and learn about the lost history and lost spiritual practices that have finally been revealed. The story of this unlikely cast of characters teaming up to deliver the world's most advanced spiritual practices and spiritual technologies will be our focus. Because the supernatural is actually super common, it's just been misunderstood in many ways. In fact, Jesus remembered and activated his supernatural abilities in India with the use of powerful mantra and yantra systems, which were recently found in the ancient Indian palm leaf manuscripts and brought to the world by Saint Sri Kaleshwar. It's not often you find a Jesus temple in an Indian ashram, but after accessing his own past life memories of living and working with Jesus, Saint Sri Kaleshwar accepted his mission to reveal the truth. Sri Kaleshwar took his Maha Samadhi and left Earth in 2012, but he left behind an extraordinary group of healers, students, and some of the most important knowledge in the world. Here we interview the followers and students of Sri Kaleshwar and Shirdi Sai Baba, welcoming the energy, love, and wisdom of these supernatural souls into our lives. Together, we'll discuss the teachings and practices that have been employed by many ancient and modern masters to gain the high divine supernatural abilities that were once considered magic. So as we explore the lives and wisdom of these supernatural souls and their students, may we all remember ourselves as supernatural souls and embody the true teachings and wisdom of the many masters who have walked before us. Hello and welcome back to the Supernatural Souls podcast. I'm Jenna Layden. It's so good to be with you here today. And today we are doing a solo episode before our next guest. And I want to talk about balancing the four knowledges and this path to becoming the new human, this path to embodying our true power, because that's the path we're on. This you know, tradition is a Shakti path, a power path, a path of really understanding the power of God. And, and as a human, how do we how do we hold that and how do we how do we create the right balance 
in our lives, in our field, that allows us to come into harmony with the divine. So I've been having some really profound and interesting experiences on this path and getting to a point where I'm now more acutely understanding how the layers of consciousness that need to be activated can be activated to acquire the power that our soul is able to acquire in a given lifetime. And when we're on this path of connecting with God power, realizing that God power, you know, there's there's a couple of paradoxes <laughs> that exist. You know, one I've realized is that while there are a lot of reasons certain people may have power in different lifetimes, some of those being karmic in nature, to attain true God power, one has to not want that power. <laughs> so that's the paradox. You know, when we reach a point of having such desire for power or control or whatever that is for us, we're going to block our ability to truly embody that and receive it. So that's the practice of non-attachment right there, this, and this practice of non-desire. You know, when I first started this journey and when I started Star Family Wisdom, I had this major download happened. The first course I wrote was Masters of Manifestation. It just flowed out of me. And then the second thing that I developed and, and offered was uh, a course, an ebook on the spiritual laws of the universe. So, you know, I had gone from being very closed off to my soul's higher wisdom and the higher wisdom of the universe to just very quickly, you know, within a year or two, having these massive downloads and, and of course, you know, being guided to various research and, and connecting the dots. But as I you know, started this concept of star family wisdom, boom, the spiritual laws of the universe book, you know, just came out of me. And this is from a former, you know, quote unquote, atheist. And and, you know, one of those laws is non-desire, non-attachment. You know, we can have divine desires. Uh, ideally, we're aligning with those divine desires, right? We're aligning with those higher desires that are not based in our attachments, right? So most of the time, our desires, our, our kama, desire energy, comes from attachments that we have formed to the world of the physical or to people and and so so practicing truly practicing non-attachment and and identifying what those attachments are and releasing them and also in that process releasing our desires is so critical and and so as we're you know growing our power acquiring more power we have to be careful to walk that balance of non-attachment, non-desire related to power. And, and we have to constantly question and ask ourselves, 
you know, if we are seeking, you know, higher levels of God power, why are we seeking that? Is it to be of service? Is it, is it so that we would just attain full realization and have that experience in this lifetime? You know, what is it? Like, what's your driving force? And, and when you acquire that, what are you doing with it? <laughs> so, you know, we've got to be, you know, very intentional with Divine Mother, Divine Father about that, about, you know, what are we doing with our full power to be able to receive it and, and call it back to us. So we'll talk about, you know, balancing the four knowledges in a moment, but, you know, this, this also becomes this process of actively calling back our power because through all of the lifetimes we've had we've given up our power right through these attachments through desires through traumas that have occurred and we've given our power over to something or someone and as we go through our healing and transformation journey part of what we're doing is releasing that you know negative energy those negative beliefs any any aspect of our operating system right that is being driven by past trauma past attachments and these moments where we've given our power over to others so this is about you know coming back into alignment with who we really are and in that process as we're healing those parts of ourselves that have experienced you know, that that loss of power. As we have, you know, experienced those wounds as we're healing those, we are also calling back our power and saying out loud, you know, that we are calling back our power, I am calling back all of my power from all times, places and people, right, we are pulling back to ourselves, the power that is ours, that is our soul's power. So, so, you know, we have multiple layers of power acquisition, you know, that's happening in this process, you know, one of which is just returning our soul's field, our energy field in this life to its most whole place that it can be. We want to be embodying as much of our soul's power as we are able to in this one lifetime. And and as we do that, then we are setting ourselves up for the next lifetime to become even more powerful beings. And, and, you know, I like to, again, you know, go back to that place of thinking about power as love, right? You know, power can, um, power is power, <laughs> you know, it can be wielded in a lot of different ways. We've, we've seen that on this planet. But I like to think of power as love, and that helps me, you know, keep that connection around only wielding power for love, you know, as I become a more powerful being, you know, how am I constantly utilizing that to dissolve negative energy, how am I constantly utilizing that to boost others, how am I constantly utilizing that to share more love, be more love, give more love, and so so that leads us to the four you know, knowledges and to you know, be gifted with higher levels of power, we must 
have balanced the four knowledges and, and the four knowledges being satya, dharma, shanti, prema, truth, duty slash destiny, peace and love. For anyone who's studied other traditions, you might be familiar with the four directions um, in maybe North and South American shamanism or Native American culture. So many cultures honor the four directions and you know Hindu culture there's an honoring of the four directions um, in, in various ways we see that in Vastu and and so you can think of the four knowledges as the four directions and and these are the four inputs the four energetic inputs to kind of creating a field of harmony and and we even see this in the diamond yantra for anyone who has you know gone farther in the lineage and is studying the various yantras the diamond yantra you know depicts this depicts the the energetic inputs that are keeping you know the universe whole and harmonized and so we can think of you know the diamond yantra as the universe and also us right because we are the universe and so our energy field ideally is representing that harmony of the universe and and we can work on that harmony in all different ways you know we can work on it by utilizing the yantras and sacred geometry in our meditations and drawing it we can you know we can do the the mantras right to to start to activate these you know energy channels and there are the new kala mantras um, that you can utilize to help activate these energy channels these these four direction channels and and then also in our lives right we are working to demonstrate a balance of those four directions like that's what god wants to see from us god wants to see that we have been living in truth, you know, honoring our own truth, honoring universal truth, showing up for truth, you know, and that's hard sometimes when we're living in a, a world that's gotten so distorted and out of harmony. So that's our challenge. That's like our big spiritual challenge is showing up in truth all the time, being truthful with our words at all times, right? And then, you know, we all have a destiny, a duty that we are here to accomplish. You know, we are all here to be in service to the creation in some way. Like we're a unique part of the whole and our unique part of the whole, we've got to figure out, right? Like we've got to figure out what is my gift that I'm, you know, here to offer the world. You know, what are, what are my duties, you know, to support others? in this lifetime you know that could be you know the the beautiful dharma of being a father or a mother and you know devoting yourself to the divine you know upbringing of that child it could be you know like what i experienced in the first part of my life and, and career which was being a leader and and being responsible you know for all of these people and their well-being and the success of our work and 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 that was my duty you know my duty was to show up every day for these people and 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 live that and so and and sometimes you know the the dharma we find ourselves with 
you know, might not be our, our total like desire at all times, right? That's where we have to be walking that balance of figuring out, okay, well, are my desires, these attachments and, you know, lower, less de divine desires, you know, how can I rise above that to fulfill my Dharma, to show up, you know, for my duty and for the, the work, the people I'm here to support in this lifetime. And so, so as we find that and figure that out and start walking that path, that's helping us align with that harmony that brings us more universal power. And then of course, you know, peace and love are, are kind of the obvious ones, but also given the level of programming, you know, we come into in this world, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to always be peaceful and loving, you know, when we are faced with conflict and distortion and pain and trauma. And so as spiritual initiates on this path, you know, we are being tested hard in our ability to maintain peace and our ability to, to meet another in a way that's not in conflict, to meet another in a way that is from an observer point of view, right? We are always, you know, working to come back to that place of neutrality and and the beautiful thing is as we balance these four knowledges in our life, we do come back to that state of neutrality. It's, it's much easier to, to most of the time, you know, hold that, that just center point, you know, of not allowing your energy to swing between the polarities, right? Because we're living in a, a universe, especially in this dimension, you know, it's, it's programmed for polarity like that's the point of this experience is for us to experience the polarity of mother father the polarity of good bad dark light you know we we experience all of it and mother is all of it right and so we're here to gain an appreciation for the polarity that exists and then through this work of balancing the four knowledges and, and doing all the other healing work, we then come back to this place of being able to balance those polarities, right? And not allow ourselves to go to extremes. And, and you know, ultimately this is what Jesus was teaching, right? About you know, finding, you know, the, the kingdom of heaven within, you know, we find the kingdom of heaven when those polarities are balanced. We find the ability to, you know, operate outside of the elements when those polarities are balanced and the four knowledges are balanced. So, so, so we are, you know, constantly being given these, these opportunities and these tests to, to practice those spiritual laws of non-desire, non-attachment to, you know, transcend those, those lower earthly desires and to, to show up for life, to show up for those four knowledges, to demonstrate those four knowledges in our life every day. You know, this is, you know, this path 
it has become clear to me, you know, is not just about sitting in meditation. And while, while there's a lot of paths to self-realization and enlightenment, and one of them can be just sitting in meditation and, you know, renouncing, you know, the rest of life, the higher path is showing up in life, you know, like doing life and, and doing it in such a way where we've created this balance and we've been able to, you know, step out of that, 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 that pendulum swinging, you know, between the two polarities. And we even see that like in politics, right? This, this idea of the two parties and there being these two extremes, you know, in the United States here, um, some other countries experience, you know, the same. And so, so we, you know, we want to find that middle path, right? Like that's what Buddha taught was the middle path. And, 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 you know, Jesus taught that too. And the way he was able to articulate it about, you know, balancing the mother and father energy within us, you know, that ultimately activates our Kundalini energy when we've done that. And so, so, so we, you know, we bring the two polarities together, we balance them that then opens our channels, our, you know, more divine channels. And then, you know, we continue doing the work to balance those four knowledges. And, and as we do that, we become closer and closer and closer to attaining, you know, the highest levels of power that we're able to in this life. So, so I wanted to share that today, because as I've been on this journey and exploring my healing, my karma, my transformation, you know, these are thoughts that, that, you know, are coming to me and, and, and just, you know, things that I'm processing and, and I want to share with you. And, um, and as I have, you know, some of my own kind of realizations that are occurring about, you know, aspects of process and, you know, wisdom integration that might be helpful for others. I'll share that. You know, that's my that's my intention with this work is to 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 share what I can from personal experience to support others. You know, I've I've always taken my dharma <laughs> seriously, and um, and there's been an aspect of my dharma that has really pushed me, you know, to my limits on. Um, my comfort zones, you know, I've really been pushed out of my comfort zones in major ways with my Dharma and, and, and I, I guess what I can say, you know, is that when we, when we practice fearlessness, when we practice showing up with an open heart with that fearlessness in service to others, we're going to experience beautiful outcomes. And then we can keep working on the rest. <laughs> so, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's taken me a long time to, you know, have these sorts of realizations and um, to be in a place where I would, you know, even share this with, with others. And, you know, there were so many years I was just showing up fearlessly in service without having this, you know, greater perception and um, all of these tools, you know, at my disposal. So, so, you know, if, if you're just beginning, if you're like, oh, how do I get there? You know, just keep showing up fearlessly for life. Keep showing up fearlessly for love. Like that's all it's about. And, and you know, I think sometimes we get like 
all excited and and we put pressure on ourselves about reaching certain milestones and achieving certain goals and 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 especially as we see others you know we can fall into comparison and and and, and that you know breeds judgment right so we have to be so careful about about all of that because everyone's journey is sacred everyone's journey is special everyone's journey is important everyone's soul is experiencing what they need to experience in this lifetime and as long as we are showing up fearlessly for love and moving through what we need to move through to bring more love into the world we're doing it right like that's it like there's no pressure for anything else to happen <laughs> you know like you're doing it right if that's what you're doing so so with that we'll wrap up today this was just kind of a short chat to 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 reflect on this and and we'll be back with our next episode very soon we've got some some great guests coming up that i think um will be uh beautiful beautiful um conversations these are beautiful powerful souls for you to connect with and i know that shri kaleshwar and shirdi sai baba and our divine team will be working through them and i'm just so excited to be sharing these conversations with you so i'll see you next time bye for now leave a comment so we can get to know each other and if you have a story if you are a person who's been on this path and, and want to share please reach out you can email us at support at starfamilywisdom.com i welcome your input your suggestions your feedback and anyone who is excited to share about their experiences and, and their wisdom this is a team effort <laughs> so reach out if you'd like to connect and share bye for now <laughs>